Hello and welcome everybody to Flickr Effect and our spoiler-filled review of Thor Love and Thunder. I'm David Lott. Joining me as always is Bobby Jackson. Hello. And Michelle Hillard. Hello everyone. Hi. Happy uh, Comic-Con week. For Bobby anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm excited, but I I do kind of miss when we all could be down there. So it's a little bittersweet, but... Uh, I definitely am excited to see what kind of stuff happens this weekend since it's the first one back in what since 2020 or 2019 maybe. So yeah, 2019 yeah. official one yeah. in this in the normal. Well, yeah, you had that one in the fall. Right? Yeah, there was yeah. the special edition one, but that one was not up to the normal standards of Comic Con that we're used to. So this should be right. a, a nice little litmus test for how well it's back. Obviously, the tickets are sold out, so. How many additional people will come through? That's kind of the question. Right. right. Well, I'm happy for you that you get to go. I, uh, we yeah. will miss it, but hopefully we'll be back again sometime soon. Um, first, for anybody wondering what took us so long <laughs> to review <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, uh, well, uh, so, you know, it's weird, you know, like Marvel movies, obviously we're all huge fans. It's the kind of film that, you know, if I can pull it off, get kid, you know, childcare and everything, it's the kind of movie I'm going to see opening night. Um, we already knew that wasn't going to happen for Michelle and I, because we had vacation that week with the kids, a family vacation. And yeah, we were toying with the idea of, oh, maybe we'll, we'll go while we're, on vacation, like on that Friday, but we were busy doing vacation stuff, found, you know, it it definitely wasn't gonna happen. So we had tickets to see it like that following Monday, like a week ago. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, yeah, we get back from vacation and uh, came down with COVID. So uh, that kind of killed those plans. (laughs) Um, So we finally saw it last night. It was really weird walking into a new Marvel movie after yeah. it had been out for over a week. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know about you, Michelle, I, for the most part, I don't, I actually, I don't think really anything was really truly spoiled for me in the movie. Like I was definitely getting to the point of like scrolling through social media and like getting good at quickly scrolling past things, yeah. like notice yeah. posts in my Instagram feed and stuff. But Actually, after seeing the movie, I I can say nothing was actually truly spoiled, at least for me. Was it for you? No, I I all agree. Like, I was surprised because I feel like I'd be scrolling through social media on Instagram or Twitter and I would start to see something. I'd be like, keep going, keep going, keep going. And then, so yeah, I would think maybe I saw something, but maybe I didn't see something. And then I was like, yeah, after watching the movie, I was like, no, nothing. No, nothing got spoiled for me. So, yeah. It's fine. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. That is good. Um, before we get into it, Bobby, have you seen it just once or have you seen it more than that? Bobby's just the once. Just, just once. Oh, just yeah. one time. Oh, man. man. I'm surprised. Well, hey, before we get into it, uh, you know, we've I already said it at the top of the show, but I'm going to remind everyone one last time before we really dig into the review. This is going to be a spoiler-filled review. I mean, yeah, it's been out for over a week now, and there's probably a good chance you've seen it by now. But just in case, we are going to be talking about spoilers for Thor Love and Thunder. So if you haven't seen it and uh, you're interested, maybe go check out the movie first, 
and then come back and uh, watch our review after you've seen the film. So the warning is out there. Spoiler filled review. Before we uh, decide to go source, I actually have the bowl of destiny. <laughs> I, I took, you know, the bowl was hiding, you know, in this messy uh, office for a while. I, I recently kind of cleaned up and came across it. And here it is. And we're going to see who's going to take a crack at Thor first. It's Michelle. Me. Michelle. All right. Michelle. All right, Michelle. <laughs> uh, and also, I mean, as always, you know, we saw this movie together last night. I still have no idea what you think of this. I say mm. that, and I feel like you kind of showed your hand after the movie, but I still have. Oh, that's <laughs> we haven't we haven't specifically told each other what we think all of this i said was that i was extremely looking forward to finding out the opinion there was a of, way you said you things and Bobby. i was gonna you say based go. on what she's saying in words it doesn't sound like there's a tell there yeah there was a way in she, the inflection yeah yeah there was a way she said things that, okay interesting <laughs> I, feel pretty wow. confident I know her thoughts on this movie <laughs> okay yeah, you know. okay so michelle what'd you think of thor thor love and thunder uh, I'm going to come out the gate hot and say I did not like that movie at all. <laughs> I thought it was pretty bad, actually. Um, I think there were some redeemable moments and some qualities that I think are good. But overall, um, I, I I feel like I could solidly say that, that is the first really big major miss for a Marvel film for me. Um yeah, it's almost like I don't really know where to begin because so much of it is so just not palpable to me. Um, I, I it's frustrating because I I like Taika Watiti and I think he usually does pretty good stuff. I will say I was mixed on Ragnarok, but on this one, um, I can totally say that I think it was a huge, huge miss, and I. I, I hope to no longer see Marvel films from Taika. I don't want that anymore. Um, I so think you're hoping to see Star Wars films from Taika. <laughs> Star Wars stuff, I will say thus far, has not been a miss for me or even like kind of mixture. His Star Wars things have been good from what we've seen based on the show episodes that he's done. But um, I, I can pretty solidly say that I hope Taika is no longer going to be doing Marvel stuff in the future. Um, no, I did not like this movie. I did not like this Thor. I did not like any of the comedy in it. Um, and I say that, and I know there was points where I giggled a couple of times, but overall, I no. It's, this is this is a solid, no good Marvel film for me. So we can go into more things later. That's where I'm at. Well, I was right about what I figured you thought about everything. <laughs> That's where I am. I thought it was a hot mess yeah. of too much Taika talking and not funny jokes. Hmm. All right. All right. Uh, Bobby, I did draw you next. Yeah, oh, I had gosh. a feeling I'd go next. <laughs> hey, that's, that's it's the bull. It's the bull, man. It's the it's bull. The bull. Yeah. No, I, I just had this feeling. I, I kind of thought maybe I'd be up next. And, uh, you know, I always have to preface this by saying what I my opinion of Ragnarok was because if you've seen the show any a number of times where I, that subject has come up, I've been very much consistent in the fact that I've always thought, and I've been in the minority in terms of uh, 
the love for that particular movie. I, for one, never really cared for it that much because the comedy um, never really worked for me in that movie. And it, and it, it wasn't necessarily the comedy in and of itself. It was always the placement to me. I always felt like the comedy cut short the drama and the, the, the parts that were in the scenes that were there was some seriousness going on. And so it just never set right with me. And like Michelle said, for this movie, there are still moments in Ragnarok that I enjoy and like and think are done well. But just the overall experience I had with it, with it was not what I expected or had hoped for, especially knowing that the Hulk was going to be in that movie. So, yeah, I was disappointed in Ragnarok. So obviously I came into this one with no expectations other than probably I would feel around the same way pretty much for the most part. Um, and I, I think for where I come out of this one at, I, I pretty much would say I, as, as long as I've had a chance to think about it since it's been a week or so, I once again seem to have fallen the minority and I actually liked this movie, which is just very weird. I had no, I had no um, preconceived notion that I would like this movie at all, um, based on w the experience I had with Ragnarok. And and I will say why the the movie works for me is really based on two things and and two things only. Um, I, I really liked Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman as Jane in the movie. I honestly think that if you were to remove Jane from the movie, my uh, level of enjoyment would go really, really down quickly. Um, and then also the main problem that I had with Ragnarok, I didn't quite have with this one because I felt like the serious moments in this movie uh, had time to breathe. There's the normal type of Marvel humor that I expect where there's a serious moment, then there's a beat and then there's something funny. And I felt like this had more of that than the, the funny part coming directly in the middle of the serious moment. There's some of that still, cause it's just what he does. But um, I thought the parts where I felt like they needed to be serious, were serious and were allowed to be serious. Like in the beginning when you have Gore and his, uh, issues that he had with the gods and um his daughter there there was no humor that cut into there where it was just like this is goofy it, it, he was allowed to be serious in that moment and there's other times like that 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 felt right to me and then there are times where there's some somewhat quasi serious moment but then that gets cut with humor and so it didn't quite bother me as much because it wasn't quite as serious of a moment that I felt needed to be kind of played out and respected a little bit more. So I think those two reasons are what made the me, me actually like this movie. I wouldn't go on record and saying I, I love it. Um, but I did like it and, and enjoyed it. I know after I came out of the theater, I felt like, okay, I enjoyed that. I still don't like certain things that, uh, Taika does with Thor, uh, or some of the humor just because I, I liked it doesn't mean that the humor necessarily worked for me. It was just certain other elements about it that worked more for me than the parts that didn't work for me. Um, 
and some of the humor is funny. Some of the things I, I did laugh at, like Michelle said, you giggled at some things. There's some things that I genuinely laughed at or, you know, smiled at or whatever. But I, I think that the other two aspects that I pointed to are uh, what drove me more towards the liking this. And it's sort of like um, made me more curious as to where we would go next with in this character because like you michelle even though I, I i come out of it liking it i still would rather see someone else take on thor next and see what they do with the character my favorite thor are the ones that are in between the thor movies so uh when you have him in infinity war and endgame that thor i like a lot and his level of humor and whatever he's doing there um the ones that are in the, the last two movies can kind of like take or leave. Uh, and then there's just elements that get introduced in the movie that don't have a lot of um, logic to it. They just are there. You're just meant to accept it. So those kind of things I, I don't really care for. Sort of like how Thor is able to um, enchant the hammer to, to be able to have someone else wield it. Uh, it's not usually how it works. You're just worthy or not. Uh, you can't really tell the hammer to be able to do that. And same with like him being able to give his powers to other people. I, it's just weird stuff that I think is just do it for the sake of it looks kind of cool kind of thing. And um, I, one of the things I did like is I, since I come from that comic book world, I always love the idea of anyone can appear at any given time in the comics. And you get a piece of that when you have the Guardians of the Galaxy here in the beginning. And I've seen some people complaining, like, well, they weren't in it enough. And I was like, it's not a Guardians movie. It was just they wanted to see more of that adventure play out. And I was actually okay with how much they were in it because, to me, it was like that wasn't the point. And it was just kind of a nice little crossover that they were in there. I mean, to be able to get all those actors to appear in this Thor movie for even just a few minutes they were in it for, for the beginning was like, just kind of cool to see just like as if I was reading a comic and there was a little bit of a crossover where Iron Man comes into a Spider-Man comic, but he's only there for like two panels and then he does his own thing somewhere else. So it was kind of like that feeling to me. So I, I really enjoyed that part of it and that aspect. And then I think the other, the other things that I, I did like was just the, the way that Jane and Thor's chemistry to me felt more sincere in this movie than I've seen in any of the other movies that they've been together. It just felt more realistic to me in the way that they were able to act off of each other. And, and so I, I had more uh, of an enjoyment watching the two of them together. And like I said, Jane's story just in general when she was in it and giving Natalie Portman a little bit of a a redemption is cut as to come back and do this as opposed to kind of like her sort of quietly exiting out of the MCU before. So it was nice to see her kind of come back and be a prominent character and, and do well in the role and made me want to see more of her going forward in some sort of way if we could. So even if the next movie was more her rather than Hemsworth, I'd be okay with that. But Either way, I think that I am more curious now to see what they do with this character, mostly based off of the way this movie seems to be divisive for people um, that are more 
tuned into this MCU stuff. So overall, I liked it, but didn't love it. I mean, I would have to say, like, yeah, I think I think Natalie Portman as Jane Foster as Mighty Thor is probably the only highlight for me realistically in the whole movie. And unfortunately, Natalie Portman cannot save this film. And just because she has a good performance and the storyline in there, I think, is strong, does not, for me, just doesn't make up for literally everything else. And while I agree, like, I like the idea of, like, having other characters and different comics kind of pop in, I get that they're kind of concluding Thor's time with the Guardians. I I felt that whole scene just felt really forced. I don't know. It just didn't It didn't work for me because it just didn't seem to flow very well. It just seemed very kind of scene, choppy. Yeah. The very first one, the, the whole thing with the Guardians. The Guardians. Okay. I just thought That's the whole thing was really choppy and kind of forced. And I don't know. It, yeah. I'll, I, I'll go on, but yeah. I want to know what David... I'm really curious what David thinks. Because <laughs> we didn't talk at all. Like nah, Mostly, we, we usually don't talk about films, but yeah. this one we really didn't. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, to set things up, uh, kind of like you did, Bobby. I mean, yeah, when it comes to Ragnarok, I, I basically I think have always fallen in the same boat as you on that movie. I mean, I don't hate it, but I, I always felt like I was in the minority on that one too. It, it, I think my biggest problem with it, it was it felt like two different movies trying to be one movie. You know, I mean, if it had just been a movie about him on that planet with Jeff Goldblum's character and. You know, dealing him and Hulk and trying to get out or something, I would have been fine. But then you have the whole story with his sister, and it just, I don't know. Mm. It felt like that mix never quite worked. Yeah. Um, so, no, I, I've, I've come to, like, I guess, appreciate certain things about Ragnarok, but I still don't really feel any differently about it in terms of its place in the MCU and as a Thor film. I still am not in love with that movie. Um, I had pretty low expectations going into this. I mean, I, you know, we talked about the first trailer on here and I saw that trailer. I was like, oh God, I think all my fears are going to be realized. Mm -hmm. Like this just looks like it's going to be a total comedy. It's going to lay into the comedy that we saw in Ragnarok, like a a thousand percent. Yeah. Like, oh God, this is, this looks (laughs) not good. I was not happy with what I was seeing. Um, and uh, so going into this, I had pretty low expectations. Um, yeah, I thought this movie was trash. I, 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 I will straight up say I hated this movie. <laughs> like, I, I, I was 30, 45 minutes into yeah. it, and I seriously thought to myself, I don't want to be here. I would rather go home right now. I would be perfectly happy walking out of a Marvel film and not finishing this. That's how bad I thought this movie was. I, none of the humor worked, almost none. The goats, I like the goats. The goats <laughs> like, were funny. The, the screaming goats the screaming worked. Goats if goats if worked. there's anything I laughed at in this movie, it was the stupid damn goats. <laughs> Which, it worked. It worked. I don't know why. Especially hitting the planet too. That was the moment I was like, <laughs> that was good. That was a good joke. Yeah, yeah. That was a good joke. That was pretty good. That was a good joke. Um I like, Christian Bale is always great. Gore the God Butcher I liked a lot. I I thought he was deliciously dark and uh just he looked cool. I he did not disappoint for me at all. In fact, the okay. opening of this movie 
You know, again, I'm going into this movie pretty low expectations. And the movie opens with that, you know, the whole scene of him and his daughter. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, I, I was agree. already getting this glimmer of like hope of like, oh, okay, this is pretty good. Yeah. But then it gets to the very end of all that when he meets the God. And I was like, ah, there's the Taika humor, you know, and then here it comes. And I mean, that was fine. Trust me. Of all the humor and the problems I have with the humor in this movie, <laughs> that is like the very bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Like, there was not, I mean, you know, Michelle, you sat right next to me. I mean, I barely reacted to any comedy in this film. I It just didn't work for me. I think the like, few things that we giggled on, we giggled on together. And the sad part is I couldn't even literally sit here and tell you what they were. They were so forgettable. I mean, really, it was the goats. I think the only things I really reacted to were those two they damn goats. They were so forgettable. Um, but most of it, I just, Yeah. Like I, I went through the entire MCU list today because this is the 29th film. I don't think I mentioned that earlier. 29. 29th MCU film. Wow. Um, wow. I went through the entire list today just to make sure I'm not crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, this is easily the worst movie in the MCU. It's, I think, it's not I, even yeah. close. Like yeah. I will probably never ever watch this movie ever again. <laughs> Like that's how bad it is. It's that it's bad. Not good. And I mean, hey, I've tried to avoid spoilers and and now, of course, since I watched it, I did a little, you know, scrolling through Twitter today, even though now it's been over a week. And I think we're well into that phase of now you have, I guess so many people have been pretty unhappy about it. But then there's definitely a lot of tweets I came across today of people are like, ah, you guys in five years will come back and, you know, realize this is actually a really good film. And I'm like, hey, I'll say this. And, you, and Bobby, you enjoyed the movie for the most part. Like, yeah. Yeah. hey, if this movie works for you, more power to you. I, I, you know, all I can say is it is not for me. If this is the direction <laughs> that Marvel films were t- will continue to go in, I am good with phases one, two, and three and the Infinity Saga. I, I had a great time. I'm out. Like this, I did not like this movie almost at all. Like, and, and even just Thor, like what you do with the character of Thor, you make him this kind of bumbling buffoon idiot. Like, uh, oh God, so many things. <laughs> this yeah. movie is so, I like- in my opinion, so incredibly bad. <laughs> like, I, I can't, I couldn't wrap my head around it after I walked out of the movie theater last night. I'm just like, wow, like, this guy's gonna make a Star Wars movie? Like, <laughs> Like yeah, he's directed some you know what one episode or a couple episodes of Mandalorian. Two, and I mean I've enjoyed them, <laughs> and I am not a Taika hater. Like I have definitely loved some stuff that he's done, and then there's other things I'm not as big of a fan of. Right. And this, like, it definitely gives me pause to go, wow. The, apparently, the next Star Wars film we're gonna get is from this yeah. director, and it makes me go, my God, what is happening? Like, yeah, it, I. Like you guys have already said and agreed, like, you know, if there's going to be another individual Thor film, I hope to God they find a new director. I mean, even the fact that I didn't like this movie aside, he's now directed two of them. It would be nice to have somebody else move in. And, you know, it's obvious that the Thor franchise has not been like Guardians of the Galaxy where this that is a James Gunn thing. And, you know, it's going to be a trilogy of James Gunn films and that's it. Fine. But we've already had different directors make Thor films in the past, Kenneth Branagh and Alan Taylor, and now two Taika films. If indeed we're going to get another one, 
Uh, the fact that I hated this movie aside, I just, I hope. I, I was probably already thinking before seeing this movie, hey, I, I hope they find a new director for another Thor movie. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know where to go from there, but I, I'm, I'm not a fan. No, like, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I liked, I liked Christian Bale. I liked the character of Gore. Uh, and there are some things that worked for me that actually, Bobby, you said you, that didn't work for you. And I actually kind of, in a weird little way. I wonder if you're going to say something similar that actually I did enjoy. I actually enjoyed when Thor gave the kids the powers yeah, to agree. beat up on the bad guys, to beat up on the shadow creatures. I actually really enjoyed that part. Like, I guess on one side you could look at that scene and you can watch it and you can be like, oh, we're encouraging children and violence. And then, But my thing is, they're, they're, they're Asgardians. <laughs> Most of them. Not, <laughs> right. But they, like, they... Not that like Asgardians are like bloodthirsty, but it's like they're 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 battle warriors. Like that's what they do, you know. And like like for Thor to give the kids the powers just for long enough for them to just fight off scary monsters, that was that worked for me. I thought that was really cool, and I know that's a departure from the comics from for him to be able to do that, but like it worked. Like I was down with it. I thought that was actually one of the really really good scenes i actually enjoyed that scene a lot i mean i would say anything with natalie portman or christian bale in it any of those scenes all of those scenes seem to play out really well i think you know like them fighting gore on that one planet when they had valkyrie with them and valkyrie gets injured and then you know that yeah, whole scene like the, i think works really well for me too the look of the black and white basically yeah, I mean, that basically was cool. black and white was pretty cool that was really cool and then it was really just the lightning bolt and molnir and stormbreaker that were in color um or when you know i guess uh mighty thor lit up molnir a little bit and kind of illuminated her face a little bit to kind of go through but like that was cool i like the juxtaposition of every of the color and the dark and the black and white and that was that whole scene was great i thought i thought the major battle basically at the end with the kids was really great like i really enjoyed all of that stuff honestly that was good to me it was well, really just all the other stuff kind of in between <laughs> just well not oh no and the whole scene in the god place with all the gods and zeus the zeus situation i can't even like I almost don't want to dump into it. That was just the hottest mess. Sorry, what were you going to say, Bobby? <sighs> just that... Uh, so I I didn't say that I, I didn't like that scene. I, I actually did like it. I just... Oh. Um, uh, what, what, what confounds me is the introduction of how he's able to do something. That kind of like power. That. Yeah, right. where he's never... Like he's sudden- yeah, and I'm not even, it, like, well-versed in, like, Thor, Marvel, like, history, but... I think I thought the same thing. Like it happened, and I was like, "Should he be able to do this?" But yeah. the scene worked. Like right. I enjoyed and, the scene. But and that's how it. I felt about the Jane thing. It's like, right. where can you uh, just whisper to the hammer and enchant it in that way? It's like it, the way that they present it. I don't care for. It's very but convenient. the effect of what it's happens, I like. Like I like the kids, and I like that. Thor, or that Jane was able to possess the hammer and have the powers yeah. of Thor. So I like the end result. I just, the way we go about it was like, huh? 
like uh how does that work again all like all i could think is that it's it's got to be something like a power that was passed down to him from odin and i guess he's just never really known that he could do it or that he's ever had to really utilize that kind of power because i mean basically odin enchants molinier to be what he does you know to only go to those right. who are worthy so i mean i guess at some point it gets passed down into thor at some point in all of this but that never really gets explained i guess that's just the assumption that i'm under it is all really convenient that he can do it it, it is it's totally convenient but i was gonna ask you guys it. like and i you know maybe i just am not remembering things well but is it kind of a retcon the fact that there was apparently a time period where they were able to live together for so long and be in a, like this long relationship? Like considering what we know about, about the timeline of films, or am I wrong about that? Like, I'm gonna assume it's somewhere between the second Thor and the first Avengers. Bobby, have you thought Is about that, that at all? Or? I mean, I thought about it, but I figure if they've been together as a couple since the end of the first Thor movie, there's probably a decent amount of time a lot of that could have happened and yeah but even between the first what, Thor movie she, and the end of the second one but when he shows up in thor dark world i mean it it's definitely treated like hey where have you been yeah they like, hadn't been together between the first and the second yeah but i think it's from the second to avengers is the when they're together and then they break up and then because then he even says like hmm. you know when when because I, I literally just watched avengers a few weeks ago he, you know, he even is like asking about like, you know, is Jane safe? And they're like, yep. And they're like, Miss, you know, yeah, they Dr. Foster somewhere. is somewhere yeah, safe, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, okay. Mm. And it was mostly like, it was already known at that point they were no longer together. So at some point between Dark World and Avengers. I don't know. It was just that something I kind of bumped happened. on. I'm like, wait, when would all of this have happened? I but so I mean, obviously I we don't see everything that happens with these characters. Right. Like, it's not like we see their entire existence just in these films. I get that, but still, I don't do, know. Call do, me. Do you know what else I bumped on? On top of that, in that whole scene, was just seeing like Molnir just like casually like laying against her on the couch and like just kind of like randomly being in different places, but like next to Jane and like I don't know. It was really weird to me. I'm like, mm. why would it just? Why would Molnir just be like leaning against Jane? She couldn't freaking move. Then was mm. he doing keeping her captive on the couch? I know, I know. Like it was just weird. I was just like, I don't understand why Molinier would just be randomly hanging out with them all the time if she can't do anything with it. Yeah. Anyways, you guys, uh, sort of to piggyback off that, one of the things that I think, as far as the humor, did work for me and got me to laugh a couple times were the um, Mjolnir and the um, I forget what he calls this other. Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Yeah, Stormbreaker. That yeah. the Stormbreaker like easing stuff. into shots. Like, yeah, that was cute. That was cute. That was, yeah, cute. That was yeah. cute. That there's something I did enjoy. That was actually pretty cute. Is the whole like Stormbreaker like being upset and jealous. Yeah, jealous like that was kind of cute. I was, I was like, mm, this is kind of cute. I would agree with that. Yeah. My phone yeah. named is Stormbreaker. It is. Really? Oh, that's <laughs> funny. That's kind of cool. For people's Bluetooth, they're like Stormbreaker has joined. I'm like, <laughs> but uh, to get back to something Michelle said, as far as one of the scenes that just absolutely didn't work, which was the uh, place where all the gods gathered at. I forget what it's oh. called. It has a name, but yeah, it can't has remember. A name, I don't. Uh, 
I can easily see why most people didn't like that scene. Um, I think for me, it, it was neither here nor there. I, I don't think it rubbed me the wrong way, but also didn't recall like laughing or, or overall enjoying it per se either, but it didn't necessarily bother me. And I, what Russell Crowe was doing as Zeus, uh, yeah, again, it didn't bother me, but I can see why some people would, it would be like, oh, it's just trash, you know? So it, it's, it's weird. I like your guys' opinion of the movie. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I get it because I know how I felt about Ragnarok. So I, I, I don't dispute anyone's, um, things and issues that they say about this movie because I, I know I have felt a lot of strong ways about Ragnarok. And so I, I see it. And, and but at, at the same time, I just can't deny that I didn't come out of it smiling a little bit um, based on some of the stuff that in there that did work for me. So, uh, yeah, I just think that that scene was, I don't know, maybe a waste of time. But at the same time, I didn't it didn't altogether bother me. So I, I'm curious, since Michelle mentioned how she felt, how did it hit you, David? Uh, I mean, in the context of how bad so much of this movie was, mm. like that wasn't the worst thing for me. Mm. I mean, it, no, like I didn't like it, but it was it was just kind of more of the same of just stuff I wasn't enjoying. I don't know how do I even put it. Like I just wasn't enjoying the movie, and that scene also I didn't really care for. I mean, yeah, I, in a way I'm kind of with you, Bobby. It, it's kind of neither here nor there. It was. Yeah. Russell's Crows, Zeus, fine. Like, I didn't hate him. Like, he's just whatever. Like, you know, you know, the scenes coming up, and of course, I and probably like any of us are just looking at all the various characters. I'm like, what's who's this person? Who's this person? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that was um, enjoyable. But yeah, uh, I I didn't. It's definitely not my least favorite thing about the movie. But no, I I didn't particularly like it either. I mean. The whole thing with, and I'm already forgetting his name, the rock guy, Taika's character. Korg? Uh, uh, Korg. Korg. I was going to say Korg, and I thought I was wrong. Um, you know, him his him losing his body, and he's just a face, and then so the face on the back of Valkyrie's head, and I'm just like, oh, God, I just I I was, hate this movie so very much. I know. Like, just stuff like that, just, oh, God, just did not work for me at all. But, yeah, that scene... I don't know. Kind well, like, of mostly indifferent too, I guess. I wouldn't say it's the worst, but it's definitely not. It was not a good scene, and the way the whole thing played out just it was just wasn't good. But it's like I'm watching Russell Crowe walk around in, you know, it's it's Greek mythology, mm-hmm. Zeus, and seeing him in kind of a Greek god costume, and thinking back to Gladiator mm. when he was a Roman gladiator, and the peak years, and I'm just like. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! <laughs> like, um, um. I mean, I'm watching the scene, going, "Oh my god!" Like this man was, like, ah, uh, it's just, it's, uh this movie is not. It's just not. It's just not good. And there's just a lot of it that I just don't understand the thought process behind. But like, yeah, I think for me, one of the bigger, one big thing was honestly the whole Guardians thing. And it wasn't that he was hanging out with the Guardians. It was mostly that I just felt like it was just kind of f- thrown in their scenes. 
and they just felt very forced like oh we've got to do these scenes with them it just didn't fit to me at all in the scheme of the mm. it just didn't work for me i was just kind of like you all slapdash this together and it felt like it like and it shows like it's just it just didn't work at all for me. And then, yeah, I, I mean, I could just, oh, just I mean, yeah, I definitely don't fall into the camp of people that are like, <laughs> oh, the Guardians should have been in this more. I mean, they were in it just as much as I expected. Yeah. I and mean, this is a Thor movie. Exactly. Like, sure. I mean, I was watching the kind of quick montage recap of what they've been up to and thinking, oh, that would make a great like television series or something, you know, like right. basically the adventures of Guardians with Thor would be, if I would watch that, <laughs> like, you know, but you know, we get a kind of quick recap and yeah, I expected them to not be in it much and then they're gone and fine. I don't know. That that didn't really bug me. I, I mean, think maybe it was just like the whole battle with the like them with the, the birdmen and and that I oh, mean, God. yeah, that was just more of Thor oh, just being silly, which mm-hmm. is what I don't like. I mean and I don't like when silly I, Thor. When I think about the Thor we have seen throughout the MCU, I mean, yeah, we get to a point in Endgame where yeah we get that Thor, the fat Thor in Endgame, which was fine in that film. It was fun in that movie. It worked. And I wish that would have been the most we had gotten of a silly, stupid Thor. <laughs> like, And that Thor was you know? riding the back of Ragnarok. So for me, it's still more Thor that I'm not a big fan like, of. Yeah, I I really don't mind humor in Marvel movies. Like, I mean, Marvel has done a mostly pretty impeccable job of finding that great balance of like comic book action, some humor, not being just the total like dark kind of comic book films like we get right. from DC movies, which many of those I like very much. But, you know, Marvel's done a really great job of finding that great balance and now it feels like with movies like Ragnarok and then this even tenfold is like really just laying into like man how how funny silly can we make this like oh people enjoy this kind of more humorous Thor let's just give them what they want right I mean I'm not saying Hmm. this like I think oh man Marvel movies are all Marvel movies are going to do this kind of thing I don't think that at all I mean we just got Doctor Strange which I enjoyed quite a bit yeah and I mean, of course, all the different Marvel movies are going to continue to be different in their own ways. And but I really like Thor. <laughs> I really it's it bums me out to see that it has gone full on in this direction. It I just I don't enjoy it. Well, so. I, I will say to that that uh, Ragnarok was written by someone else and directed by Taika. Right. Taika wrote Love and Thunder and directed. Mm-hmm. So I would say as long as Thor is under the the eye of Taika, then yeah, we'll get more of this Thor. But yeah. I, I I don't know that I would think that that would be the case if someone else takes on the character. Especially I agree. Since, I don't think so either. Yeah, so I'm not too worried about Thor being this way going forward unless Taika continues on with the character and having him that way. Oh, and if he did, I I won't even see it. Like, yeah, I it, it would be the first Marvel movie. I will probably just sit back and watch the train wreck from afar, mm. and unless hey, I mean, 
if everyone is like, oh my God, no, he did it. This is fantastic. Then okay, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt and I'll go check it out. But no, if he if he directed another one, I'm I'm good. I won't even bother watching it. The only reason why I will is because I need to see the payoff of Hercules versus Thor. Uh, those two mythological figures going against each other. Mm. I know it would be silly in his hands, but I still would want to see it. And though I am not on the Ted Lasso train, I know <laughs> well enough to know who that actor is that's playing him and how much praise he gets from that show. So I would want to see what he does with that character. As well. And I, speaking of that real quick, yeah, I have spent two weeks hearing, oh my God, the mid credit scene gets like more of a reaction than I've seen in a long time for a mid credit scene. Or maybe I'm getting mm. that kind of paraphrasing no. wrong. I feel like there's been a lot of excitement. Immortals had a good one. The mid credit scene for this movie. So I was pretty pumped. I was like, all right, I'm hating this movie. I'm sitting through this movie going, this is terrible. I really hate almost Save everything it. about this. But I really can't wait to see this mid credit scene. And the mid credit mm. scene comes and I'm like, really? That's that's what everybody's been so fucking excited about. Like, like I I was like, wow, like I just can't win. <laughs> Because like, uh, I, I watched it and I was like, yeah, sure. I love Ted Lasso and I like that actor quite a bit. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Brett Goldstein. Um, Brett Goldstein. <laughs> Brett Goldstein. Um, he's great. Um, but I just watched it and went, that that that's the mid credit scene everyone's been pumped about. I was really like, oh, okay, are we going to get the kind of scene that's like, all right, really pointing us in a direction in the greater MCU or where are we going with this? Right. Like, what's going on? You know, phase four seems like it's kind of like, eh, and, and that's fine like but i don't know i i watched that too and i was like oh, okay. i mean i think for the scene itself it was um whatever it was a toss away scene the only highlight of it was literally just the reveal of brett goldstein as hercules that was oh hey brett and i think that's why hercules. everybody's been talking about the it, rest of the that. scene was total crap and honestly even the after credit scene i was like well, okay, on one side, super cool that they got Idris to come back to play that mm -hmm. role for just a hot second. Awesome. Super cool. Very exciting. I like that. But for the fact that it's like, I guess people were like, so she made it to Valhalla. I was like, I feel like that was pretty obvious when she turned to gold dust and floated away at her death. Yeah, she went to Valhalla. That's the whole that's what Odin did like that's that's what happens they turn to gold dust and they go to Valhalla mm. so yeah that's where she went and so I just don't understand what the depth of that scene is like is there more about Jane Foster in Valhalla that she does moving forward I don't know maybe the comics reveal something uh, I don't know I was just kind of like what was the point of the scene just to get Idris on it for a hot second was that the point just so we could say we got Idris in for a second I, I, mean, I don't know if I, I don't, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You started. I mean, I guess I don't <clears throat> think of it like, oh, what's fun about this scene? So we got Idris Elba to come back. Cool. Like, I mean, I thought it was just like, oh, here's a glimpse of Fahala and here she is. And if anything, I was like, it just seemed kind of like in a quick abrupt into it. But I don't know. I was kind of indifferent about the, the end credit scene that we're talking about. Hmm. If anything, I yeah. more than the mid-credits one. Like, but I think that 
I didn't hear people talk too much about the end credit scene. It was all mm. the mid credit scene that everyone was a buzz about. But my take on the end credit was just that it, it was to show that at least by the way it ended, and David, you said it was abrupt, I, I got the feeling that it was more of like um, Heimdall was welcoming Jane to Valhalla, and she didn't quite look like she knew if she was ready to be there yet. And so I think that's sort of where it's supposed to leave us in the sense of questioning, is she going to stay in Valhalla or is there some other path for her? And mm. I, I I wonder if they're going to take inspiration from the comics there. That's all I'll say uh-huh. about that. But I also like we get a mid and post credit scene in like every Marvel movie now. And yeah. There's been so many of them. I feel like they're just thrown around now. Like, are, do they really have a plan with this? Like, for instance, the Brett Goldstein thing. I mean, he has outright said, and I believe, the, but the way he wrote, said the quote, he has outright said, look, I'm not being coy here. I have absolutely no idea if there's an actual plan for me. Like, mm-hmm. for all I know, that was a one-off scene, <laughs> no and I will never be in a Marvel movie again. But, it, you know you would well, think if that was like we're casting you in this role and i mean i'm sure maybe there's a contract thing there like okay well we'll we'll use you if we want to because we can but it just seems like i wouldn't be shocked if at this point i feel like when they do post credit scene and mid credit scenes now in marvel movies it's just like oh this will be a cool thing that we could tease but will they ever actually do anything with it i don't i don't i don't know i always assume that the idea for certain things like this one in my sense is that uh, one of two ways it could end up being this Hercules um, Disney plus series that shows him before this point in time. And then we'll get some sort of future movie with the two of them together, or it's a way to just say, here's something that's possible. Uh, How will audiences respond to it and to see if we should go for it and pay this off as opposed to um, because I can't honestly think of something that they've done so far that's of some importance that they haven't come back around to and tied off at some point. Right. So there's obviously the ones that are just throwaway that just mean nothing. Like, yeah, they're just humorous kind of, yeah, they're just humorous things. But when it's ones that kind of tie into something, I, I have yet to see them not pay it off somewhere, somehow. And the only but, time that they haven't so far yet is with phase four stuff. But that's because there's a reason and they're obviously getting to those payoffs right. at some point. Right. Like, I'm still waiting for the payoff of the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and Adam. Which know? is coming I'm in like, the next movie. Right. right. So it's like that. I feel like, man, we've been waiting forever for that one. But, I mean, you know. Hey, that's between- Marvel. Or that's Disney and James Gunn's fault for uh, right. that whole it's fallout Disney that they had. James that Gunn and yeah. COVID, and, and it's yeah. like there's the list goes on as to why that's taken so long for that to pay off. But yeah, yeah. it's I don't know. Uh, you know what else really bums me out is I I'm bummed with Valkyrie and and hear me out through the whole thought process. I feel like they want to give Valkyrie more depth and more to her storyline and they just like keep chopping her off at the knees in a way you know it's like you have this really great scene between her and Korg on the ship at one point 
they're talking about you know what they want out of life and it's like I don't know. They just, it's, I feel like they want to give her more, but they're just almost like afraid to give her more as far as like, not like she needs a love interest per se, but just like a, a future moving forward. She seems to be kind of not interested in connecting herself too much to anything. Like, you know, she's, she's King Valkyrie and she's kind of bored of being King because she's likes having action in her life, you know? And, I don't know. It's just it's frustrating because I think that the idea and the character of Valkyrie is really cool, but I feel like they don't project her forward with anything really, which sucks. It's like it's I feel like it's a missed opportunity. Right. I that's um, you know that's I, another I thing. I, that's another thing I bumped on. I was like, man, yes, you you're you're getting up there, but you're just not getting over the edge with her, and it just kind of pisses me off. Do you ever, Bobby or Michelle? Do you you guys ever wondered too if is as good of a job as Marvel has done with like, let's pull things straight from the comics and the look of these characters straight mm. from the comics, you know? For the most part, I think they've done a very good job of this. Like, it does appear that a lot of this movie, different aspects of the storyline are pulled straight from Thor comics. Mm -hmm. Maybe to a fault? Like, <laughs> like, if it's almost just, we're going too far out of our way to just go, well, what have the comics done? And now, how can I use this and use this so that I can pull things from the comics or looks of characters? Like, you know, his costume with the, the gold and blue and it's whatever. It looks if plastic. anything, it, it bummed me out because like the one, he had this really great look with the, the, the cape that's like a coat the like snow look he had, which he, he wore for like all of like five minutes. In this movie. That one looked really cool. And I'm like, oh, that looks so badass. Like, why is he in this silly plasticky looking thing most of this movie? It just it looked fake on screen. It, like, it looked did not, so fake. It did not look like this oh, metal like armor he was wearing. Like there's these close-up shots of it, and I'm just like, oh, it looks like cosplay. Like Yeah, like I'm with you. Yeah, like the whole like battle scene of them in Valhalla and he's in this like winter gear, you know, this Norwegian-esque Viking winter gear. It looked cool. And then he was in this cheap plastic crap the rest of the film. Like it was cheap plastic. It looked like mama's curtains were his cape. Like it just didn't work at all. And I was like, what is happening? And then Thor. I mean, maybe I missed a meeting behind this, so please correct me if I missed something. But, like, you know, he's at a distance and you can see something's going on, and Mjolnir looks like Mjolnir's there, and he did, you know, you can't see her yet as Mighty Thor. And then he suddenly has this helmet mask on, and, and then, like, it comes off, and that was it. Like, what was the point of that? Like, him putting that thing on, and. And that's from the comics, is the cool helmet. I mean, but it's like he put it on and then it right back off. It was what was the point? But I didn't even understand why. Was he just trying to do it to show up because the way Jane was looking as her Thor, as Mighty Thor, because she had a helmet on? She had on. a helmet on, so he wanted to have so one on too? He had to have a helmet and he had to make his wings even bigger because it's an ego thing? I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I have a lot of issues with costume. That's why he one, put that sounds really costume stupid, on right? in the first place. Once he that did see her. That gaudy yeah. one that he puts on, it was because she was wearing his sort of vibe and he just wanted to be like, this looks I'm bigger Thor. and better. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. he just, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it didn't work. No, it doesn't work, but yeah, that's no, what they were like, going for. There was, anyway. even, there was a scene of him 
talking to Valkyrie and like Valkyrie's costume looks so cool. It's like leather and like it just looks really authentic and worn in and real. And he's standing next to her and he just looks plasticky and shiny and like velour curtain drapes is his <laughs> is his cape and like I was like what the hell happened here? Like, it just doesn't, yeah. it doesn't work. And I just, I don't like this Thor. <laughs> like, and I don't like the comedy in this. The other thing I was going to say is Ugh. I I wish this whole like new Asgard had been really just kind of kept to like Endgame and then post that, like the Asgardians will have found somewhere else to build a new Asgard, I guess. So like cruise ships and it's a tourist Because now, yeah, like of course laying into the humor cheesy. of it. Like, oh, it's a tourist destination. Right. There's cruise ships everywhere. And we do the whole like theater scene again, which... Well, it was stupid in Ragnarok and it was stupid in this. I mean, at least in Ragnarok, it was like, okay, this is kind of funny. Oh, look, Matt Damon's in, in this. Like yeah. it definitely worked for me much more in Ragnarok than it did in this. This, it's like, it's basically an excuse to do it again. Like, even though it's silly and kind of stupid and if I've heard the argument of like, isn't it kind of in poor taste of like the ice cream shop is called like the infinity gauntlet. Like that would be a terrible thing to name it. Like this, that is the cause of like half of the population of it's the universe disappearing. Like, why would you call this an it's ice cream shop? This? It's, it's like, not even funny. It's funny because I'm laughing because it's so bad. Yeah. Like, it's not even in funny. I mean, it's a, like, this is nitpicky stuff now, but. But no, like, it's funny because, like, the actors, they have that whole scene, you know, and they had, oh, what's her name come in is Hella. Yeah. And that scene kind of goes down. I thought that was really stupid. But what did work was actually the whole, like, them after the children were stolen they're in like the city hall See, like I, did, I hated this moment you're about to bring up and then matt damon's like <laughs> i, I didn't sick. hear no and they walk off and i was like okay that was kind of funny yeah I, I that whole thing like them <laughs> walking up and like hey, hey we, we 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 think we need to do this and i'm like god really are we just really laying into the whole matt damon of this like i that, i hate that, that part actually that was funny because they look at he's like i didn't hear a no and they're off i was like yeah. That was that was very true, like mocking thespian thing. Mm -hmm. That yeah. was that I thought was funny, but the rest of it was crap. <laughs> Not for me, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I think I fall maybe more in line with Michelle on that one, only just because of the humor in it. To me, was that this falls right in line with someone wanting to use a recent tragedy to make some sort of play right. out of it or, or something. And so right. it was like, uh, yep, that would be how this character would probably want to do and get right on it too, as soon as it had happened and it's brainstorming these ideas. So mm -hmm. I, I think I did smile at it just because of, uh, of the idea of it, like how opportunistic it seemed. And yeah. Okay. And I, I figure with, uh, Matt Damon, you don't just use that guy once, right? You got to squeeze him in for a second. Yeah, squeeze well. a little juice out of Matt. <laughs> yeah, a little get a little of that Damon juice in there. So what worked What worked was uh, Christian Bale, Natalie Portman, the goats, uh, Stormbreaker, hmm. and... Uh, the kids. Yeah. The kids. The kids scene, that battle scene was really good. The kids battle scene, but then there's things like, oh, when we first see him, when they're like doing the like FaceTime or whatever you want to call mm -hmm. that. And he's like, oh, my name's Axel now. And I'm like, that's that was like, ugh. That, you stupid. know what? Honestly, it really, that scene sucks. 
that part I hate that there he's like, oh, my name's Axel. He's like, but your father named you this cool as guardian thing. Can you honor your father? And he's like, no, my name's Axel. I was like, that's really stupid. It was a, <laughs> like, it was a bad, stupid joke. It was a really opinion. stupid joke. And I will say, those Asgardian parents seem pretty effing chill when their children were stolen and taken off to a dark realm. I was kind of like, they're not really panicking about this. They're kind of pretty chill about it. Like, oh, I guess our kids are stolen. Thor will figure it out. It's fine. I like the one argument I've seen of like, okay, so Gord the God Butcher, Butcher, sorry, thinks that gods are just selfish and don't care about anybody else. So I will steal these kids so that a god will be enticed enticed to to come help these kids. (laughs) It makes no sense. <laughs> like it's not something I bumped on while watching it, but I, I saw that after the fact, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's kind of true. It's so funny. <laughs> I was thinking at one point it was somewhere around like the second scene when Thor, like, you know, mind melds with Axel and gets in the cage with them, and he's talking to them, and I'm thinking, so he he's entrapped them to get the god to care enough to come after them but he thinks gods don't and i was thinking in the theater going that doesn't make any fucking sense (laughs) like what point is this and i kind of just let it go because i'm like this movie's shit already i might as well just let it go and i just went with it because i was like i don't (sighs) i can go on i'm sorry um, there, there is there are a few things that are good but if i look at the film as a whole to me this film is not good it's fair regardless of what is good i mean it it'd be remiss of us to not talk a little bit about one other thing in the movie uh before we get out of here what did you think of title love and thunder like the title or what the meaning behind the title what the meaning behind the title was the the last part where Gore's daughter comes back and now Thor is the caregiver of this young girl. The father figure, as it were. Uncle Thor. Michelle, what do you think of it? Um, in, in one aspect, I was watching that scene and I was thinking, okay, I, I, do, I do like this Thor this Thor that has a greater purpose other than himself, which he has had basically the last eight years. He's only had to care about himself. And it's nice to see that he cares about something other than himself. Um, and I think that's that was really nice. But as a whole, I think it's interesting that he would go through this entire situation and then just accept gore's daughter and yet it, I, I, it's fine if anything it'll be interesting when she becomes a teenager and she's like so you just let my dad die after you battled him i feel like that's gonna come back to bite him in the ass later teenagers suck and that's gonna be a shit show um i don't know um i guess i'm mixed on it in a way but I will say the thing that I think is cool as a whole is that they had Chris Hemsworth's daughter actually play her in the role. I thought that was kind of cute. Right. That was sweet. I don't know. 
don't know. I think I think it's interesting, but yeah, yeah. Where do you fall on it, dude? Uh, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> like, it didn't like it didn't. I didn't find it like u- uber touching or anything. Like, oh, that's so nice. Like, he took his daughter. Like, I I don't know. Maybe I was just so turned off by the whole film by that point. <laughs> Like there was yeah, no saving it, was. it for me, um, you know. It sure. I mean, if there's anything that works in this movie, it's the more serious moments. And yeah, yeah. There's a part of me that's like, oh, here's another guy who's been terrible this entire film, and he's kind of redeemed at the end, kind of mm-hmm. like. But I mean, yeah, it's not like they're just gonna go. No, screw your child. Like she'll just have to go survive on her own. We're leaving her to be, you know. Right. They're trying know. to convince him to not basically in the right. World. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, of course, gonna say anything to try to not have that happen. I mean, you know, that very final scene of like they're living in what looks like an RV or something, and you know, they jump out and they're gonna like you know attack these people and the look of that and his inner, you know, his kind of dynamic with the girl just feels more of this, this kind of same kind of Thor that I'm like, that's not even though. Yeah. It's great that he's like taking care of this kid, but it's still this kind of more humorous, like Thor that I am not a huge fan of. I don't know. It's a complicated answer to your question. (laughs) I'm kind of whatever about it. Yeah. (laughs) Like you, I think, in the moment it was fine but even within the moment i couldn't help but start to think of what that meant for the future and i just don't want to see the kid tagging along with thor right and, and yeah that's it yeah going forward so it, in the moment i could see how it works but i i don't want to see that dynamic uh that the two of them in further adventures going forward so yeah Well, anything else before we wrap up? I was just going to say, my, my say quick, quick, quick thought on that was that, like, yeah, like, I don't really want, I don't necessarily want to see Thor, and I guess they're calling her love, hmm. I guess. Um, I mean, I don't think I don't they're know. calling her that, but, like, they're not calling him Thunder. Right. Like, right, but they never really gave her a name, and Gore just kept saying, you'll take care of my love. I don't know. Yeah. A- anyways, the child... Hmm. Um, no, I don't really want to see the child and Thor continue on adventures and her get older and stuff. I don't know how it'll work out, but the only other thought I have to that to counter that would be like the idea of like Ant-Man and his daughter and his daughter is growing up and she kind of starts to take the mantle, I know, in the comics and doing things with him and Wasp. And that's a dynamic that that does seem to work out. So I don't know. Like there is a chance that it could work out, and maybe she'll she'll carve her own path and do her own thing after she goes through teenagerhood, and maybe she'll have a rebellious thing where she hates Thor. And like I was saying, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But yeah, part of me is like I don't really want to see them hanging out and battling together. Right. Yeah. Necessarily. Yeah. Anyway. Well, with that. I think we're gonna wrap things up. Uh, as always, we'd love to hear back from everyone listening, watching. What did you think of Thor Love and Thunder? You can leave any uh, comments or questions down below here on YouTube. Uh, Make sure to also like and subscribe and hit that bell icon to be notified whenever we post any videos or maybe go live in the future. 
We are also on Instagram and Twitter at Flickr underscore effect. You can find us there. With that, I'm David Lott. I'm Bobby Jackson. And I'm Michelle Hillard. Thanks for listening and watching. <laughs>